correction, our last podcast, episode four, I stated that I misstated that a verdict occurred in the Brianna Taylor case. However, it was indeed a failure to indict. So we wanted to correct that before our show today. everyone to Sweet of the Juice with your host, sister and sisters, Kenyatta and Erica. And today we want to also welcome our special guest, Baba the Builder. Hello, hello there everyone. So Baba is a master carpenter, a teacher, and a comedian of sorts. He is also going to be talking to us about dating dynamics in 2020, uh, a male POV. Thank you, Baba. Welcome. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. It's quite a quite a pleasure, I must say. Uh, thank uh, you for that <laughs> wonderful introduction. Yeah. Of course, of course, you know. Right, um, right. So I want to start off t- today with just kind of getting to know you before we really get into the meat. Let's get to know who Baba is. Um, our first question for you, Baba, is, who would you say influenced you the most growing up? James Evans from Good Times. <laughs> I mean, he was just, you know, an excellent father figure, dominant man, but, you know, had a sensitive side. Loved his wife, his mom, and his children. But, uh, you know, he was the man of the house. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, there's so many. I tell you, I think it's kind of like, you know, it's a multifaceted type of, uh, in, in, when it comes to ingredients as to who influenced me. For example, like uh, my, my high school band director, when he would tell us to do something and we get to complaining about it, he would always say, don't make a job out of it, just get it done, you know? So sometimes I take that into, you know, when I'm remodeling the home or something like that, you never, you never want to think about how much work you have to do. You just want to do it one step at a time. Because when you start thinking about big tasks, you make a job out of it. That makes it so much harder. So uh, I can go on and on, you know. I'm glad to hear that you were influenced by someone so positive growing up. Um, our second question is, what are you most passionate about in life? And why are you so passionate about it? Sure, sure. I, I'm, well, as a as a former educator, um, and, I, and honestly, I still say I, I still teach, but just in a different capacity. But uh, I, I would say I'm passionate about sharing knowledge, uh, and also I'm passionate about carpentry because it is a, a way to actually build happiness in a sense. Because when someone is tired of like, let's say, for example, old kitchen that's dated and they really want a beautiful kitchen. And then when you do a full transformation of that and you put smiles on people's faces, I mean, it's it's just a great feeling. So that fuels me. It keeps me going, you know. And the money's good too, but... I don't want anybody calling me like, hey, man, look, you're passionate about it. Can you come do my kitchen for $500? You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> so, you know... Uh, I'm passionate, okay. Yeah, you know, you got it. You know. So, the last getting to know you question, I want mm-hmm. you to describe yourself in three words. 
describe myself in three words. You can do it. Okay, let me see. No, we can't. <laughs> let me see in three words. Okay, I am a warrior from Zamunda. Warrior. Warrior. We got it. Um, a hunter. Let me see. Also, what am I? What am I? What am I? A comedian. Okay. A warrior hunter comedian. A warrior hunter comedian. Yeah, so before I kill you, I crack a joke. <laughs> Make you laugh. Okay. Okay. We're going to get into our question for today, our topic for today with Dating Dynamics, uh, Baba. Okay. And we right. know, we want you to tell us about a time when you, when you felt pressured to commit in a deeper way in a relationship, when you didn't feel quite Oh, ready. yeah. Is that oh, something yeah. you can tell us about? Oh, yeah. Do we have time? How much time? We, we got it. We got it. <laughs> the, number, the number one question. When I'm going to get a ring? That's, that's the number one question that will present a level of discomfort only because it's not that I, I don't want to be married. It's just that when you're dating someone that feels that marriage is an achievement instead of a lifestyle, then it puts the ring before the uh, ability to kind of acquiesce in, in a type of union where you work and communicate together as a team. Because uh, I think, of course, I mean, you know, marriage, marriage can be a lot of work. I've never been married. However, I think that the primary foundation uh, things should be uh, communication. I mean, um, communication, and it's almost like building, building, building a house. You know, you can't put the roof on first before you build the foundation, and you know, and, and build up. So everything has to be level, plumb, and square, or the house is gonna what fall over. Okay. So uh, I, that's why I don't view marriage as an achievement with a timeline. I view it as a lifestyle. When I'm pressured into when am I gonna get a ring? I mean, it, it, the ring is coming if the house is sitting on a solid foundation. Well, how do you tell someone that you care about? How do you tell her that? I, I mean, I, I, I'm assuming you've maybe told her a couple of ladies. Right, pretty much with the same analogy. You know, look, look, man, we're building the house, okay? The foundation <laughs> ain't together yet, okay? Let's get the foundation together. You know, so, yeah, um, it's tough, though. It's tough because it can make or break. Sometimes it can be a deal breaker because uh, some women feel that there's a timeline in order to achieve this, uh, I don't want to say fairy tale picture, but some women feel that there's a timeline. I, and I get it when it comes to, you know, uh, bearing children and so on and so forth. So I get that part of it, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, however, I think that when you rush into something without certain uh, parameters or certain things in place that's going to keep you together, I think it, you're bound for disaster. I mean, just as I know so many people that got married early, I know a lot of people that are divorced. And, and talking with some some of these people, even one of my closest friends, he said, "Hey, I just wanted to be a husband." <laughs> he said, "I wanted to be a husband," and they got married and then got to know each other afterwards. So, uh, I, like I said, I don't I don't feel there's a timeline on a timeline on it. And once again, I don't feel that it's an achievement. I feel it's a, a lifestyle. So to answer your question, Erica, I express it in that same analogy. You know, we're going to be together. We are going to be together. 
Okay, so like using your analogy then, what 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 do you feel like goes into building a, a foundation, a solid foundation? Because I do, I mean, I get it and I like to see it, that there is a there is a timing perspective to it, you know, for the relationship. No one wants to be dating for seven years, eight years, like no one wants this prolonged. I am married and I agree it is difficult. It can be difficult. It's a it's a process. It is a it is a support of each other. It's a just a multitude right. of things. But right. I guess I want to know what what's going into that foundation that you're looking for that I guess isn't happening or you feel like it's missing in in those instances when they're like, hey, where's my ring? Oh, okay. Uh, again, communication. Um, being able to let stuff go. You know, because anybody that you are around, uh, for example, I have uh, a cousin that lives out of town and a cousin that lives in town. And me and the cousin that's out of town, whenever we are together, oh, we have a ball, but it's only for a weekend at a time, you know, <laughs> you know, and my cousin here, we always, you know, have little falling outs and so on and so forth. So I say that to say to anybody that you're around, whether it be friend, wife, husband, what have you, you're going to fall out. You know, you're going to fall out. That's because, you know, you're unique in, in ways. Just, you know, everybody has their qualities and everybody has their faults. Mm -hmm. But when you hold on to grudges or small little things, someone shuts down, uh, they can't communicate, whether it's something that I want to hear or not, you know, at least let me digest it, you know, and uh, and share my perspective on it. Because a lot of times misunderstandings will come because there's a failure to communicate. So that would be the first building block of what's going to get me down on bended knee, being able to communicate, you know, uh, whether it's something that I want to hear or something that, you know, some people like blunt people, you know. Do you feel like that's you? Do you feel like you're you're very direct? Well, here's the thing. It's different sometimes with different people because someone may be overly sensitive. So you have to tread lightly not to hurt their feelings. You know, mm -hmm. uh, the smallest little things can hurt their feelings. I think people are some total of their life experiences. So some people may be hypersensitive to, I don't know, uh, something that someone else may not really care about. So it's really a matter of you have to approach it differently because if you're blunt to someone that's, uh, you know, hypersensitive, and you can come off as, you know, very offensive. So it's kind of like those things are all a matter of how personalities will match up to. That's that's very important too. You have to have a personality match. You know, you know, some people say opposites attract. I think yeah, they may attract, but they don't stay together. Okay. I don't know. In some cases, that's just been my experience. You know. So what I'm hearing is that you kind of narrowly tailor how you communicate with a with an individual as to kind of what you feel like they can digest what they can right right now in the very beginning of course i'm going to be blunt i'm a comedian i'm direct i'm some kind of unfiltered you know so that's because i don't believe in putting on this veil trying to you know be somebody that i'm not because this is what hey this is as good as it gets 
You know, this is me. Uh, love it or leave it, but this is me. I'm going to be a comedian. I'm going to crack jokes. I crack mama jokes. I crack jokes about everybody, you know, so <laughs> I'm going to make you laugh. So I probably need to be with someone that has a little bit of thick skin that can take a joke here and there. But, you know, I, that's also been a fault of mine. You know, that's also been a fault of mine because what I thought was hilarious, you know, <laughs> some people didn't find funny at all. You know, and I'm like, babe, where you going? Where? Off? Why? You know, anyway, so, you know, you got to be kind of careful with, you know, everybody has personality flaws. I get it. Nothing's going to be perfect. But, you know, what are you willing to accept and deal with? So you kind of got to yeah, tailor, you know, you got to tailor like, you know, some jokes I know to stay away from. You know what I mean? Like you got some friends that play mama jokes and then you got some friends that don't play mama jokes. And I found that out at an early age. I tell you. <laughs> I, I bet you did. I, I got a question for you, Robert. So in those specific situation. I really want you to kind of hone in on a, a certain situation with a lady where you actually had to have this talk, right? How did she take it when you told her, uh, you know, I feel like our foundation isn't strong enough. How did she take it? And how, were, how did you all move forward? What, what happened? You know what I mean? How does that play out? We didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, she's my ex <laughs> but there were other factors in there that I mean there was no way that I would have uh, married her um, other things came out where we just weren't on the same page on. however I mean she didn't want to build as a team that's that's you know I don't do fairy tales you know I don't do fairy tales it is what it is you know what do you uh, mean? I don't live in the I don't live in the 60s where you know <laughs> where uh, she felt that the man should pay for everything. And I mean everything. And it's like, okay, uh, I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, if, you make, if you're making a decent salary, why should we spend all my money? You know, how's that team building? I'm like, okay, if I make X, Y, Z, say, just hypothetically speaking, say if I make 60000 a year, you make 60000 and together we got $120,000. Some women are fine with that. Some women feel that the man should pay for everything, and that's his definition of being a provider and protector and everything like that. So I don't know. I'm more of a team type of guy. Like, yeah, okay, certain things, of course, you know, I, I will buy things for my woman. You know, uh, I don't mind doing that. I don't mind, uh, you know, uh, buying her things at all, you know. However, I do feel that, hey, you know, what if there was ever a time where, I don't know, where if I lost income for some certain reason, I don't want to think that, you know, I don't have a teammate, you know, or, right. or someone that's going to try to make me feel less of a man if I have to build back up at a certain point in life. And as we see... I mean, that's reality. I don't live in a fairy tale. It's, it's, it's reality. I mean, there are people that have lost their jobs. There are people that have, you know, I don't know, have bodily injury or what have you, where they couldn't work. And, of course, dealing with what we're dealing with, bouncing back from a recession, I mean, we've seen that all, all the time, you know, uh, foreclosures and so on and so forth. So I didn't feel that I had that type of uh, relationship with her. And I'm kind of like, I'm ride or die with my woman, and I expect her to be ride or die with me. So... If it's only if I have money, you know, you love me, then I mean, uh, come on now. What what are we doing here? You know? Yeah. I think it sounds like you guys had different different principles and kind of different standards about 
um, what a relationship look like looks like. Right. like more she was probably sounding a little more traditional maybe than you with regard to that, would you say? Traditional. When you say traditional meaning like uh like, like would, the man, would you keep referring the man to goes like, out to work and she, yeah, she stays home weird. and takes she works. Yeah. So I think it was just it was advantageous to her. And I I don't really, you know, I I come home, I wash the dishes. I don't mind washing the dishes. I love to cook, you know, I don't mind cooking for my woman, you know. So I don't think that okay, you know, hey look, I go build the houses when I get home, but I have three meals waiting, you know, and I you know, and, and I'll tell you like this, the kitchen in the bedroom for the kitchen. No, I don't I'm not living I don't I don't I don't uh believe in that to its entirety. You know, it sounds good on paper, but that was in that don't sound good on paper. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. But Some now, women want that though. Some women want that. I just think the women right. you're talking with today, we're just not two of them, but there are women out there that that is what you're looking for. But I get what you're saying, because you're saying, you know, she wasn't she was looking for something that you were not willing to be. And I, and I, I get it. We, we, we are following you on that. And, and for her, I should say, for her. Yes. yes. For her. And I can't, if I got the detail, if, whew, if I went to extreme detail, you'd understand why, but for her, for her, for her. I could do that, but just not for her. Okay. okay. Not, not, not for her. Okay. It's almost like, uh, remember when you were growing up and someone was two-faced? Remember that? You used to say two-faced. Yeah. They played with you. Well, and then, well, you know what I mean? When all your toys are gone, whatever, they go around the block and play with someone else and whatnot. You're like, oh, you two-faced. So I, she was rather two-faced to me in that sense. Uh, <laughs> not, not being a cheater or playing with another man, but it was like, okay, when all my toys are gone, you're going to be gone. So I'm like, nah, I can't really be loyal to someone that's that's – two-faced it so to speak and yeah. that's a you know and uh i was like god forbid if anything should ever happen where my income plummeted she'd be gone so why put a ring on that you know mm. okay Baba. so i guess going forward i know you are currently still you know you're still uh single and mingling would you say single <laughs> and what are you single and mingling yeah, it's a little hard to mingle uh, with a mask on uh, in this pandemic, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yes, I guess you can say that. I'm single and mingling, uh, like around the backyard and cutting grass. And <laughs> so what is it like? <laughs> what is it like? Mingling can be deadly now. But go ahead. What do you say now? What is, well, I'm just curious as what is it like dating in 2020? Like what? How do you meet people? Well, that is a very good question because I'm still trying to figure that out now. How do I meet people during this pandemic and whatnot, okay. you know? <laughs> so it's definitely changed from like going out and, you know, you're at a nice restaurant or you're sitting down at a bar somewhere. Hey, how you doing? Now it's like you're at the grocery store and whatnot. You like cucumbers? I like cucumbers. You like that? Okay. We got a social distance though. <laughs> So it, it, it's, it's been tough. It's been tough, but uh, it's okay. been very friendly out here. It ain't too bad. Yeah, know. okay. So the pandemic hasn't been too bad. Not any, yeah, like, not hey, how you doing? Bad. Hey, how you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you got to be careful because, you know, how do you, you know, you got temperature tests and all that stuff. And, you know. Are you, are you taking cook. temperatures at the door for your day? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not uh, taking temperatures, you know, but I take a long time to answer the door. And I look through the peephole 
see if they try to sneak in a couple coughs or you know wipe the sweat off the forehead you know then he can't come in you know <laughs> you know you know like bob no bob live here you know so, so yeah. bob i'm wondering like okay so we we talked about when you felt pressured and what kind of kept you from that when do you feel like you'll know when you're ready oh i'm ready now okay you know, I'm, I'm ready now you know, it's not a matter of being ready or not. It's just a matter of finding someone that's ready to live the lifestyle. You know, I'm ready. I mean, you know, being ready is really not the issue. I think it's just a matter of, you know, being with the right one. And, uh, of course, I don't think that everybody's perfect or anything like that. You know, you're not going to find perfect. Everybody has flaws. I have my flaws. I don't expect a flawless woman but there's some things i'm just not going to enter into you know the foundation has got to be it's got to be uh solid enough for the house to stand so have yeah. you had a couple of or so just the one lady that has said the said hey where's my ring or is that kind of something that's happening now in the dating arena where people are because i never asked my actually husband, so i would i wouldn't have done that because that just feels weird but <laughs> right, 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 right. But I don't know. Maybe that's a going. That's a thing now, is it? I would say it was. It was more prevalent in my early to mid forties, meeting women in you know between like thirty, early thirties, mm -hmm. you know, early forties stage. But now, uh, forty five and up, women are like, hey, we're gonna do what we're gonna do. You know, it happens, it happens. You know, so it's kind of like. Uh, uh, more so in my 30s, 30s, I say 30 to 30, 30 to 45. That's when you got, you know, that pressure from, I, that's what I've experienced from women. You know, uh, after 45, it's like, hey, cool. Let's just enjoy life. Let's do it. Uh, what are we doing today? Let's do it. Let's have a good time, blah, 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 blah. And then it develops into love. And I'm pretty sure the ring is right around the corner. You know, the pressure is gone. You know, the, pre the pressure is gone. Is? What do you think that is? What do you I think? I think because there's a, there's a sense of reality that sets in that says, hey, look, I'm a complete woman if I'm married or not married you know i think developmentally sometimes women are pressured into think thinking that they're not complete until they get a ring or a husband and i think that it it, it rushes it rushes into something you know they say haste makes waste you know and uh i've seen that i've seen that happen you know where it was just like you know, I'm so happy to be married. And then years down the line, they're like, oh, we're about to get a divorce, you know. So it's like, I think at a older age, it's a matter of, you know, hey, no pressure. Let's just enjoy each other, get to know each other, you know, and see where it goes. And if we, if, if we're compatible, it's, hey, let's do it. Why not spend the rest of your lives together, you know? So every, every, um, every episode, we, we kind of just talk about, you know, what we got from it, what made our juice sweeter uh, about this particular episode. So for me, um, really just talking to you, Baba, thank you. You know, just kind of hearing a man's point of view on why, you know, if why he hasn't settled down yet, so to speak. And um, a lot of times men are not as forthcoming with that type of information and you might not know that, oh, well, it's a communication thing. So it might be more men that feel very similar to you 
And um, hopefully that may even help some lovely lady listening to, you know, listening to that or, you know. So that's what made my juice sweeter. Just you being like really open about it. Communication. Communication is the key. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. For what about me, you? Yeah, for me, I'm thinking I, I like the idea of, um, well, the analogy or the metaphor, if you will, of the house and the foundation, because it does make me think about what goes into building a solid, solid marriage. And it also makes me think about my faith, because I think about that whole idea of you can't build anything on sinking sand, like it has to be solid. Um, so in that respect, I, I, I can appreciate um, his perspective about how, how a, a, a marriage comes to be. And I started thinking even about my own, like what sort of things did we look for in the beginning? Like even subconsciously, cause I don't think it was anything that we both set out like, okay, this is what, but you, you start to see, this is what I like over time dating different people. And you start to see a lot of things in that person. And so I, I love that he has such a good analogy for himself. And sadly, it is also the analogy he uses to, to uh, end things with, but. <laughs> You know, it works. And I like, I, I like that. I think that that's something that um, people can take away. And I, I love things that can be, you know, the takeaway. So that was my takeaway. And I liked it. So thank you, Baba. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and Baba for having me. Absolutely, no, you gotta answer. What made your juice sweeter today? What made my juice sweeter today? Being able to get this off my chest. It was all bottled up. I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> oh, thank you, ladies, for giving me a platform. No, actually, actually, no, honestly, it gave me a platform because I think uh, uh, being able to express that sometimes women may not understand what. Uh, will or how how we think sometimes about certain things i should say uh so hey my way isn't law you know it may some some people may still feel that hey it's a timeline you must be married by a certain age and you must do this this and this and this and this and also i would love to be married you know that would that would be great you know uh coming home to the same person you know every day you know i don't mind that at all you know i'm looking forward to that but as far as what what I got out of, I mean, it kind of just listening to myself reiterate what I think is uh, something that um, would keep a relationship solid and together, you know. So uh, it was good to actually hear perspectives from you you two as well, being able just to you know communicate that to um, the masses. And now, Baba, you know you can lead with that because communication is key for you. So you can let a know let a sister know going in the door. Look here, you know what I'm talking about. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I, I did. I dated someone before that was quiet. When I mean, when I say quiet, I mean quiet. That's something I would never do again. That was worse than getting like you know chewed out. Someone that's quiet, you don't know what's going on in their mind. And I said I would never do that again. So quiet, mm -mm, no. I'll take a nagging woman or anytime over a quiet woman. Be like, okay, baby, okay, all right, all right, good. That's how you feel. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. we want to thank everybody for listening to Sweeter the Juice today. Um, we hope y'all have a wonderful week, and we will talk to y'all next time.
Bye. All right. Peace.